0: They are after your kids. If you don't know that by now, consider this your notification. Don't let them have your kids. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about the seriousness of the LGBTQ community. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. You may have noticed I disappeared yesterday. And that's because I'm having relationship problems. Um, I don't know if Josie and I are going to make it through this one, and I don't see—I don't see how it's going to happen. And I was just way too down yesterday to to do the podcast, even though I, I did write this podcast probably Friday. So I, I'm hoping it works out. I'm expecting, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Um, and I, I just don't see this problem going away. And because it doesn't involve her, doesn't involve me, it involves people she lives with. And I I don't know if I can wait for them to go away. So we'll have to see what's going to happen. Uh, I still am very reserved, but I, I, yesterday I didn't do anything. Yesterday I... St- date at home. I didn't even go work out. I I didn't I did absolutely nothing yesterday. Today I said screw it. I got up. I went to the gym. I just got back from the gym. I I I ran 5 miles, uh, did my weight workout. Now I'm doing the podcast. After this I'll write my book. I'm just trying to keep myself really really busy. So, if I sound kind of down or if I get sound kind of almost angry, you'll know why. So, okay, let's get to it. All right, uh, here's something really bizarre. This is from the New York Times. And I want you, in your head, because obviously you can't answer me, tell me what's wrong with these five paragraphs I'm going to read you. This is from the New York Times on Sunday. An 83-year-old Brooklyn woman convicted twice of killing women she lived with was charged with murder on Thursday after investigators found a head in her apartment that, officials said, belonged to the body to a body discovered in a shopping cart last week. Harvey Marcellin, who was listed as a male in earlier court records but now identifies as a woman, according to law enforcement officials, was indicated on the second-degree murder charges on Thursday in the death of Susan Layden, 68. She is accused of dismembering her and hiding her body parts, do you see the problem right off the bat? Why is the New York Times using preferred pronouns for a, well, we're going to, we're going to continue reading, reading on, and then I'll ask the question again, but I'll re-ask it in a way that makes this, I think for me, more infuriating. Continuing on here. uh, Let's see, where are we? Uh, Here we go. Sorry. Miss Marcellin, who was listed as male earlier? Okay, ba-ba-ba. Who was listed earlier? In, okay, I read that already. The official said it was not clear how Miss Marcellin or Miss Layden knew each other. A lawyer listed as Miss Marcellin's attorney could not immediately be reached for comment. Notice they keep saying Miss Marcellin. The police first discovered pieces of Miss Layden's remains in the early hours of March 3rd, when a 911 caller reported that they found body parts in a shopping cart outside a pawn shop at the corner of Atlantic and Pennsylvania Avenues in Brooklyn. Police officers arrived to find the woman's torso inside a multicolored bag with a flower decal. Days later, the police searched Miss Marcellin's building nearby after surveillance footage showed Miss Layden. Entering the building in the same multicolored bag on February 27th, but not leaving. They discovered Miss Layden's head inside of Miss Marcellin's home. Okay, now some things that they do bring up in the article that I'm not going to read the entire article. Uh, you should already see that this is a bad situation. Not only did this guy kill this woman, he chopped her up, but apparently this is not the first time he did this. In 1963, and it says this, she was convicted of first-degree murder for fatally shooting her then-girlfriend in Harlem apartment building. In other words, he, con- he committed first-degree murder for shooting his girlfriend in an apartment building. He spent 20 years in prison, 19 years in prison, and then in May 1984 was released. Less than a year after he was released, they found a body in Central Park, Manhattan, and Miss Marcellin is what they're saying. He was arrested again because he stabbed another that woman to death. And then he was given a uh, life. He was given twelve, six six to 12 years for first degree manslaughter. Then he was released in 2019 and it's 2020. Well, this happened in 2021. Then he chops up another woman. What does that tell you? He's a serial killer. This guy cannot be on the street because he likes to kill women. Even the parole board said, "Uh, this gal likes to kill women. He's got a problem with women. They even said he was dangerous to release and they released him anyway. This shows us how sick our society is, and on several different layers, not just just the fact that the New York Times continually calls this guy a she and calls this guy miss. Okay, first off, these murders were brutal and they kept letting him out. Don't forget, he was convicted of first-degree murder in 1963 that by itself should have gotten him the death penalty or should have gotten him life in prison. Then they let him go 20 years later. He commits another murder. Now, now, granted, I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but my understanding is this gal was stabbed multiple times. Where they came up with first-degree manslaughter? I mean, if he stabs her more than five times, that's I, I, I don't know where first-degree manslaughter comes into play. But the fact is, he's already been convicted of first-degree murder. Hello? And then in 2019, he's released, and three years later, at the age of 83, he kills another broad and and chops her up? How screwed up is our justice system? And how screwed up is our justice system when the parole board knows this guy's got problems with women? And how screwed up is our justice system that this guy says he's a woman, so they're gonna put him in a women's prison, and after they admitted he's got problems with women, let's just stick him in a women's prison, yeah, that's gonna work out well, and I think it's disgusting that the media sits there and well, we gotta worry about his we gotta worry about this guy's emotions and stuff, and they decide to use his preferred pronouns and call him miss. Whatever his name is, what kind of sick crap is this? And then, you know, just just to keep going because this is the theme of the show today, just to keep going. Um, today the today, which is Tuesday, today, uh, USA Today announced their Woman of the Year. One of their their set of Women of the Year. They have Women of the Year everywhere. Rachel Levine. Rachel Levine is a man, dresses up as a woman, he's a transgender woman, he's a woman, he's a man, and they named him Woman of the Year, and of course, Leah Thomas from Penn University is competing in the NCAA Championships this week, Uh, he competed yesterday, I didn't hear what happened, and he's a man, a six foot four man. Who's swimming against women because he he grew his hair out and said he's a woman? By the way, he still has his twig and berries, as most of the pen ladies know because they're cruising the frick because they're stuck cruising the locker room with him. You know, this is one of the things, and and this I think it's important. Matt Walsh brought this up on his podcast, and I really like this. We need to learn to say no. We're not, allowed, we, we, we're not allowed to say no in this society. We can't say no to a man who thinks he's a woman. We can't say no to a man who thinks he's a woman and wants to swim against other women in college swim meets. We can't say no to our kids when they make bad decisions or they say things they shouldn't say to. They shouldn't say, which is, I know this personally, is part of the problem Josie and I are having. That's why our kids are so screwed up. I I will talk a little bit about this. We can't say no. But the fact of the matter is to my generation, they have no problem. People have no problem saying no. It's to the young generation, to the gay generation, to transgenders, to women. You can't say no to them. You can't say no to a person of color. But you can say no to me. It's not a big deal to me. Because I'm an oppressor, remember? I don't know. I, I I just I thought this story was just disgusting, and the fact that the New York Times and trust me, it that those five paragraphs. The reason I read them, they were confusing. Because you just said this was a woman you would have read. If I had left out that second paragraph, you would think this was a woman who committed murders against other women instead of knowing that this was actually a guy. They did put the paragraph in there saying this is guy. But the rest of the the rest, if I had removed that paragraph, you would have never known that this was a guy. You know what? He's a convicted murderer. He's a serial killer. I think we can go without calling him her and she or Miss Merklin, or whatever the hell his name is. But that's not the only place we're actually seeing this crap. This ideology is being dumped on our kids, and in the worst way. The way that the parents are accepting this crap. war over kids is in full swing. The left is all in, but the good news is parents are beginning to fight back, and. That's great. Let's face it. The, all the, all the teachers are leftists. You can't be a teacher unless you're a leftist. And they've made this very, very clear. You're taught leftist philosophy in, you're taught leftist philosophy in college. You're taught it in high school and they're, they're teaching it all through. I mean, through kindergarten is what they're teaching it. There's a fight over this critical race theory crap, critical gender theory, and affirmation theory. Secretive gender transitions are occurring in, in third grade. Sexual education for pre-K and kindergarten. If anything was good that came out of this pandemic, it's the awakening of, uh, of parents to this abhorrent and immoral education of our kids. We saw this. Josie and I saw what the kids were were learning. And we're like, what the F is all this stuff? And it's going to get worse. Colleges are now pushing normalization of child molestation and child rape. The push to call child rapists minor attracted persons or MAPs should really worry some people because now this is becoming something that term papers and published documents are being written, and teachers who believe this crap are getting tenured based off this stuff. Well, here are a couple more examples. If you don't think all this stuff is creepy, okay, then I don't know what creepy is. But here's a story, I think this is pretty creepy. The Secretary of Transportation is Pete Buttigieg. He's a gay man, he's married, to a guy named Jason Budakig, I would say they are in a civil union. I don't think marriage can be done between a man and a man, so I don't think that's really a thing. But he is married to another. He is has under civil union to another man. He's a counselor at a camp in Iowa. This camp is called the Pride Camp, and it's hosted. It hosts a bunch of high school children who identify as gay or transgender. One of these things that these people do is force the kids to say a pledge of allegiance to the gay pride flag, and then, of course, then they wave the flag around once they say the pledge. Well, here's here's Chasen Budigig, Pete Budigig's partner, I guess. I don't know what else to call him. Not not husband. That's not a thing. Um, you can't be gay and have a husband. You can have a partner. Which is fine. I have no problem with that. But don't compare me being married to somebody versus uh, me being married to a woman versus you being, being a guy being married to another guy. It's not the same thing. Well, here it is. And tell me, what's wrong with this pledge to the gay pride flag? All right. I pledge my heart. Indivisible With affirmation and equal rights for all With affirmation and equal rights for all Watch your heads Okay, let's go beyond the fact that this is obviously a real insult to the American flag But there are a few things that were done That I think really need to be looked at First off, patriotism towards our country and flag has to be secondary to the ideology of the LGBTQ community. That's because the LGBTQ ideology is a religion. Notice one one philosophy or whatever he said, under pride, in the Pledge of Allegiance to America, it's one country under God. Do you realize... He replaced they they replaced the LGBTQ community because I'm sure Jason Gig isn't smart enough to do this on they replaced God and country with a deadly sin. One of the worst deadly sins in pride. I can't a lot of people when they talked about this, they talked about the 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 it's such an insult to the American flag and the country, that's not what I'm seeing. They are replacing God and country with a deadly sin and the worst of the deadly sins, pride. And I mean, it's not like, well, I'm proud of my son or I'm proud that I gave birth to a child or anything like that. That's not the same pride. Pride is the, I am better than that. Uh, it's about me. This is an evil ideology. It's a religious ideology. But that ideology is to replace religion and God. I can't push that more. I hear this I hear this little garbage that our government official's boyfriend is pushing. and it's disgusting. And then it's creepy. I mean, it is creepy. You got a gay man with a bunch of other gay boys and girls pushing sexual their, his sexual preference on them. And it's pride. It sounds kind of like grooming. I mean, I'm pretty sure these guys aren't learning how to tie knots or identify trees or do pathfinding or anything like this. It sounds like they're getting together and talking about gay sex, which is weird to me for 17 year olds and younger, 14 to to 17 year olds. I don't know if there was anyone under the age of 14 there, but that seems weird to me. What's really weird is parents actually sent their kids to this thing. And what exactly are these kids learning? I, do you really know you're gay at 17? Maybe you do. I knew I liked women at 17. But is this something you should be promoting? I mean, I can tell you what, in my high school class, when I was 17 years old, a senior in high school, I can tell you I did not know the sex of any of my, I did not know the sexual preferences of any of my teachers. We assumed sometimes. But I didn't know. I didn't even know the marital the marital status of most of my teachers. Because that was a private thing. When I went to camp, I didn't know what camp counselor had a boyfriend or girlfriend, what their sexual preference was. I never had any idea. It, because it wasn't important. It was about everything else. It's about the kids having fun, learning something. But camps aren't doing this. And then I'm going to get into one final point here. Um, this is a perversion. This is grooming. It's not natural. Now a lot of people will give me shit about this. I just cuss sorry. but a lot of people give me stuff about this, and it's because I I, I sit there and I keep telling people it's not natural. Homosexuality is not natural. Transgenderism is not natural. Well, it's normal. Well, yeah, it's normal. That doesn't make it natural. Remember this. I always sit there and I make this argument. That's why I never call a man a, a man who thinks he's a woman a, a man, a, a woman, or a her or a she, unless I know that person and, and we discuss it and things like that. But I've got family members who, say, who use their pronouns as they and them, and I know I'm not using that. I'm not doing that. Sorry, not going to happen. Because that's not even English. Nature is fixed. There is a fixed goal with nature. In the case of sex, and for the most part, I mean, there are physical attributes that people, everyone uses this. Well, what if a woman can't get pregnant or a man can't get a woman pregnant? Yes, but those are physical problems. What if a person has two, both sexes? I can't remember what that's called. But yes, but that's a physical problem. That's different. You weren't born correctly. You weren't born naturally. Something happened. Those are considered deficiencies. But the goal, the natural goal of a man having sex or a woman having sex is procreation, to get pregnant. There are only two animals in the animal kingdom, in the mammal kingdom, that actually have sex for enjoyment. It is the dolphin and the human. That's it. All other animals have sex to procreate. That's why when they sit there and say, well, 50% of the seagulls in Santa Monica are gay or lesbian, I don't buy that crap. I don't buy any of that because seagulls don't have sex because they enjoy it they have sex because that's what they want to that's they want to continue the race and a female seagull having sex with another female seagull is not actually going to procreate that's standard biology the when you hear like pandas pandas don't like having sex Matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why if you look at the patch that I have here from um, the Matt Walsh show, it's anti-panda. Pandas don't want to mate. That's one of the reasons they're going extinct, is they, they do not mate. That's why there are more pandas in captivity than there are in the wild. Because they don't mate. Normal is what Society makes something. And normal is ever changing. 10, 15 years ago it wasn't normal to be gay or be married to, a, to to your same sex. It is today. 20, 30 years ago you never came out as gay because it wasn't normal. It is completely normal now to the point we're teaching our kids how normal it is. So remember that. Whenever someone says, "Well, it's not natural to be gay," and they tell you, "What do you mean it's not normal?" because that's usually what they'll say, "No, it's normal. It's not natural," because a gay man cannot have cannot have sex with another gay man, and have um and have a child, just like it's not normal for transgenderism, because if you listen to the science, um, a man can't change his sex. He can't change his DNA. He can't change his internal organs to have children. It's not normal to have a baby as a tr- as a woman and having sex with another woman. A lot of transgenders, which is really weird, define themselves a transgender women, define themselves as lesbian, which is really weird because they're transgender, they're a woman, but they like sleeping with women. Okay. I don't even think that's normal. I still don't think that's normal. I think a lot of the country doesn't believe it's normal. Okay, enough with that. Let's get on because there's more that shows how, to, how we're trying to pervert our kids in sexuality. Um, there's a sex ed, it's called sex ed summer camp for students as young as seven is scheduled to get rolling in June in Northern Indianapolis. The camp is set between June 6th and June 10th from 8 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It'll have a barbecue. A restaurant will hold it. It costs $200. Prices go up if you didn't sign up by now because it's $250. This is what the flyer states. At this age, kids are primed for level-headed learning. They're information gatherers. There is no shame or ickiness associated with using Band-Aids, and that same philosophy is applied to condoms and other barriers this po- body pos- of this body-positive curriculum. Well, here's the thing. Uh, a couple of things with that statement. Um, kids scrape themselves all the time at age 10, at age 7. They do, they do that. That's what happens. There should be no ickiness with putting a Band-Aid on because it actually hides the ickiness. A child at age seven should not be thinking about having condoms. As a matter of fact, the ickiness that a kid has at age of seven for touching the nasty of a, a girl, a, a boy, a, age seven years old, having icky, because it should be icky for that kid because he's not ready to have sex. That's Probably nature's way of saying, uh, you shouldn't be having sex right now, so it is icky. The flyer also states, the kids will not be separated by gender when learning about puberty, bodies, and sex, because gender is a spectrum, and everyone needs to learn about all bodies. Um, That's what the government did in Adolis Huxley's book, Brave New World, by the way. Of course, they grew the children, too. The children didn't have parents. Okay? They, weren't, they didn't have parents. As a matter of fact, what was icky was not that kids at seven were playing with each other in icky ways. It's that what was disgusting was that the kids could have parents in Brave New World. By the way, that was a very anti-communist book. This is communism. We're going to talk about that in the last story. Kids will not be forced to participate in activities that they are not comfortable with because they want to push a culture of consent. That was from their, that was from their, their deal. Um, so if a seven-year-old consents to have another seven-year-old touch his privates, is that still good? Is that a good thing? I I mean, I, I remember in the old days, you saw a girl, and you put her on a pedestal, and you never laid a finger on her. Now they're saying, well, we want consent. Well, what if two seven-year-olds do consent? Is that okay? So the camp organizer here is a gal named Jenner, Jenna Phillips, who, is, of course, is an early childhood educator and she has two kids with her wife i guarantee you she does not have two kids with her wife they either have two adopted kids or one of the gals got pregnant but it wasn't she did not have any kids with this wife she says she's a quote firm believer of positive sex education for children and what a shock supports the lgbt youth in indianapolis Now, this, of course, is getting quite a bit of pushback, as you could well imagine. So there's a group, a parents group, called Purple for Parents in Indiana. And they put up on their Facebook page, keep your kids safe by not sending them to be sexually groomed. And by the way, I'm sure Facebook removed them, but that's pretty much right on. The gal who runs it, Rhonda Miller, she said, quote, We believe parents need to be aware that individuals and organizations that prey on minors to break down their inhibitions are both tragic and criminal. We believe Miss Ashley needs to be investigated along with the other individuals who appear to be working with her. This is the problem, and this is what I love what Democrats are doing. I, I just the left is doing this all over the place. Let them do it. This is perfect. This is perfect. Keep running on taking away your kids. Keep running that your kids don't belong to you. Hint, hint. That's the next story. Last story. It's going to take a minute. So it's not going to be very long. But this is the point. Go for it. Take our kids away. Try and manipulate our kids. It's working. I mean, I look at at people's kids that I know. And I see how those kids are kind of becoming assholes and they're getting this all from school. They reject their parents. They are completely rejecting the parents. The problem is the parents before this point were dealing with it. They were taking it. Parents are not taking this crap, especially when they're sitting back and uh, teachers can say, are you a boy or a girl? What are you today? And parents are saying, no, 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 that's not a teacher's job. And whenever I hear, well, the teachers care about the kids, oh yeah, what's my kid's name? Half the time, they can't answer it. So, that all sounds bad, but that's all to plan. There's a progressive group called Together Rising. And it's being slammed for its kind of creepy attack against Florida's don't say gay bill, which is actually called the parental rights and education bill. And they point blank admit what they're trying to do. This is what they say. This is what they posted. Go to dumbassestalkinpolitics.com and you can read it yourself. We say gay is the title. Today, Together Rising is investing $150,000 in three trusted organizations serving the LGBTQIA2S plus blah, youth in, Oregon, in Florida. They are providing critical mental health support, vital medical, critical mental health support, by the way, means affirmation therapy. Okay, which means, are you a man or a woman? Well, I'm am I'm a, I'm a boy, but boy physically, but I'm a woman. Okay. Well, you are a woman. Yeah. What happens if a black kid wants to be a white kid and he walks in? I feel like a white kid today. What do you think they're going to say? Is that they're going to say, well, you're a white kid then? Yeah, no, they're going to, they're going to sit there and say, no, no, you're a black kid and you should be proud of being a black kid, which by the way, they should say you should be proud of being Vital, vital medical care, which means hormones and um, surgeries to mutilate a body. School resources, which means resources that promote this crap. And housing support services across Florida. I don't know what that means. This is the big statement. There's no such thing as other people's children. Children. There's no such thing as other people's children. The children belong to the collective. Does that sound familiar? That's communism. There's a reason that all outside groups, like Antifa, like uh, LGBTQ, like, like Black Lives Matter, Southern Poverty Law Center, Teachers unions are all organizations that are trying to break up the family, that are trying to distance the children from their parents. The problem is the family is seen as the most important institution. It's even God, family, God country, family. Much more important than government. By the way, when they say God, country, family... They're not talking about government. They're talking about country. They're talking about the United States. They're talking about the Constitution. They're not talking about the Biden administration. And the only reason country is before family is because you can have a family in a great country. Children can see their father and mother as an authority and learn from them, not the government. Definitely not the government institution like the public schools. Family is a pain in the ass there. Because we don't want the kids learning from the parents that say, you need to do what I tell you to do. Or discipline, in other words, disciplining of kids. I see this now with today's kids. They don't accept discipline. It's child abuse. The school told them so. The family has a tendency to instill religion and a set of moral values. Even families that are not particularly religious, like my family, like Josie's family, still instill a moral boundary. You can go so far. Don't do that. Communism celebrates collectivism while the family concentrates on itself and its health, communism can't have that. collect It's all about the collective. The problem is communism and leftism do not have great philosophies, terrible philosophies. I have gotten into arguments with children about communism. I've gotten into arguments with, with people who are 18, 19, when they talk about communism, I say it's the worst philosophy in history. It's never worked. It never will work. Where are you coming up with this stuff? And then I give them evidence of it when I can find that leftist that will debate. I mean, China, 75 to 100 million people dead. Um, Russia, fifty. To 100 million dead. Germany, which I know, is, oh, it's a fascist, no, it was a socialist country, okay? Nazi stands, National Socialist Party something, I, I, I can't remember. But it is a it is a socialist country. They moved to fascism, which in the case of fascism with Germany was an economic system, it was not a political system. And by the way, Germany was a dictatorship. China was a dictatorship. Um, Mao was a dictator. Uh, Russia or Soviet Union was a dictatorship. Stalin was a dictator. Lenin was a dictator. They need recruits, but they can't have anything actually attack their philosophy, their religion, because it will really show the holes in their religion, in their philosophy. And that's why they've got to eliminate the nuclear family. They've got to eliminate my children from me. they got to make us like, you know, penguins. Okay, we watch you born, you're born, or you're on your own. F you and, you know, try not to get eaten by a seal. That's what they want. That's what socialism wants. The problem is we're reasonable animals. We're reasoning animals. And, and when we see something we don't like, past experience, education, and we sit and debate that, they can't win, so they just rather not deal with it. So what's the best way to do that? Get rid of the parents. Because a bunch of those parents won't send their kid to LGBTQ camp. bunch of those parents will not send their kids to sex education camp because it's freaking weird and it's grooming your kids. To have sex, which they really don't need to worry. I would rather our kids worry about math, science, engineering, English. Stop sitting there and saying, where are you at? Learn some freaking English. But we can't do that. They, they can't do it because Marxist philosophy is something they want to implement. Okay, this is my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.